It doesn't matter what the circumstances are, but the odds are always stacked against you and me. But your attitude determines your outcome. So when you and I understand that our attitude is so important in this whole matter of, of odds that are stacked against us or anything that comes against us, then you and I will understand and apply the same principles to look away from all these circumstances and all these distractions, look away from that and determine what you and I need to do and what we want to do so that we can overcome these situations and these, these uh, things that are stacked against us so that we can benefit from it and also benefit others around us. So please stay tuned until after the intro so that we can look deeper into how we can change these odds that are stacked against us to our benefit and to the benefit of others. Welcome to the Rise and Shine show where we help you to become the leader that you were born to be. The show is proudly brought to you by Sunshine Harvest and now let's move on to today's episode. Hello and welcome to today's show. This is Yanni and I'm so grateful to have you with me and I'm looking forward to today because we're going to talk about how the odds are stacked against you and me. Now how can we be excited about that? Because when you and I know what to do when the odds are stacked against us, and we're going to take a look really what it means when I say the odds are stacked against you. But when you understand that your attitude determines your outcome, then you will also know and understand how to shift your attitude and to get the right attitude so that you will always overcome. And this is important and this is vital for you and I in our daily walk because when we are born, there's always some things that try to oppress us. If we were born in a family, in a stable family, and everything is great, then we don't experience it so much because our parents love us and we've got that safe environment where we are protected and where we provided everything. Other people don't have it so great. They are um, born into broken homes. Sometimes they, uh, the parents don't even want them and they, be, they uh, are given away to someone else. Uh, they have to be adopted and whatever the case may be. Some are severely abused. But doesn't matter where you were born, in which house the odds are always against you. Even if your parents are the most loving parents, there are things that you have to decide in your life and only you can determine what the outcome is really gonna be. Now, is it solely upon you? Yes, but no. Now, this may sound contradictory again, but when you leave everything to someone else, it's not gonna work to your benefit. But there are certain laws and there are certain rules in, in society and uh, at creation. Certain laws were basically created into everything. And when you and I understand those laws and those principles and we apply them into our lives, then we will understand how to overcome these odds. Because th then it doesn't matter whether the odds are stacked against us and we can always turn those odds to favor us because we are doing what we're supposed to do. Now again, when we go back, you as a leader, we need you 
millions of people across the world need you and the people who you have contact with are people that maybe no one else will have contact with and have exactly what you have because we, who you are and what you have is totally unique. And if you understand this principle, that you are unique, that you are part of a, of a greater picture, of a bigger picture, and you are part of a body, then you will understand how important your life is. And we need you. I need you. And everyone who meets you needs you. And even people who have not met you yet, they need you. Because when we look at a body, every single part of a body is important. Some of the parts we don't see, other parts are more prominent, but every single part of every person's body is important. We, we can live without some of, the, some of those parts. I mean, in the medical profession, it's very, very easy for them just to cut out certain things. But you know what? There are always side effects. If something has been removed, there's always something that has to compensate for that. And when you understand this principle, then you will also understand why I'm uh, sharing these, these things with you. And that's why the show also uh, came about, because I realized that what I have, I need to share with you so that you can take what I have, apply it to your life, whichever is applicable, and so that you can uh, add to that part of your life, maybe just something that you needed there. It may be very small, it may be a little bit bigger, whichever, but it's important that you and I know where we are heading. And like you know, you've got a purpose. You were born for a specific purpose. Now, back to the odds. When you and I understand that these odds are stacked against us, then we've already won a big fight because when we think everything is working to our benefit then it's easy for us to just to sit back and think that everything is going to work out and then we're going to be uh, um, get a big shock when we wake up one morning or one day and we realize but oh my goodness nothing has really worked in my favor because if you don't actively pursue certain things if you don't have that vision and that goal and actively pursue that and apply the right rules, the right principles, then you're not gonna get anywhere. Now, I'm going to share a, a, a story from the life of a king of an ancient nation, Israel. Now, the reason why I'm gonna share this with you, because this illustrates so wonderfully what it means to change your attitude, no matter what the, what the circumstances are. And this is really what what I'm talking about, these odds that we're talking about. It's the circumstances and everything that come against us. Now, David and his men, he had 600 men with him, they lived in a, in a city which was given to David. And they went out and when they came back to their city, when they saw the city on the horizon, they just saw smoke. And when they came closer, the whole city was burned down it was raided, so enemy armies came in, and they took all the wives, all the children, they took everything that was there, the livestock, everything that David and their men had. They destroyed everything, and they burnt the whole city uh, to ashes. The only thing 
at this time that is sort of uh, 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 shining light in this whole thing is that uh, the enemy armies did not kill anyone. They took the wives, they took the children, they took everything, but they did not kill anything or anyone. And this was really a favorable thing for David and them, as you will see, because the next moment, uh, and you can think for yourself, if you come home and your home is totally destroyed, your whole family are gone, it's going to be devastating to you. It doesn't matter who you are and doesn't matter what the circumstances are. You're going to be terribly shocked. You're going to really not know what's going on. And this is what happened with these guys as well. They, when they saw this, they were utterly uh, dismayed and really they were sitting in sackcloth and ashes and they were just crying and weeping and moaning and then these guys turned on David David was their leader they turned on him and they said it's all your fault if you didn't take us out then this wouldn't have happened to us now I mean this is not cool David was going out with these guys they were all with him they were all fighting with him and now they want to kill him he was, the, he was their leader. So now they want to kill him. Now what are you going to do if you've got a group of people around you and all of a sudden they turn on you and say, yeah, but it's your fault that all these things went wrong and they want to, they want to kill you and they want to just beat you up. You're not going to be happy. And the same with David. David was not happy. He was really distressed and he didn't know what to do. But this is where we learn the lesson. And this is what I really want to impart to you. And I want you to listen intently with what I'm going to share with you now. And I'm going to read you a few uh, things here from, from this one book. It's from the book of Samuel, 1 Samuel. And the chapter is verse, uh, chapter 30. And here from verse 6. And it says, Yet David was greatly distressed, for the men spoke of stoning him, because the souls of them all were bitterly grieved each man for his sons and his daughters. But listen now what David did. Among all these circumstances, all these odds that were stacked against him, David did something. And this is what I want to encourage you with. It says here, David encouraged and strengthened himself in the Lord his God. That's why it is so important for you to know who you are to know where you're coming from. It's so important for you to know that God bore, uh, gave birth to you with a specific purpose. He knew you way before the, uh, the whole earth was, was created. He knew you even before you were formed in your mother's womb. And when you understand this and turn your life over to God and accept Christ in your life, that is when things really start changing. But... And this is a big but. Only when you understand these principles, when you understand these godly principles, and you've really laid down your life. Now, over the past while, I've, I've spoken on this a lot in um, some of the previous uh, episodes and the shows, because it's so important that you and I know that we have to present our bodies as a living and a holy sacrifice, acceptable to God, which is really your and mine uh, spiritual service and worship to God. That is what God wants. Because when we do that, God will 
take everything, all the circumstances, and He will turn it around for us, and He will help you and I to overcome these odds and to fight these battles. And um, this is, uh, if we look further here, um, in verse number 8, what David also did, he inquired of the Lord, saying, so in other words, this is why it's so important for you and I to know who you are and who I am in God and in Christ. So what David did, he turned away from the circumstances and he turned to God and he said, Lord, what do you want me to do? And listen to how he asks it, because he's very positive. He says, shall I pursue this troop? Shall I overtake them? He doesn't say, oh, what shall I do now? Look at all these bad things that happened to me. He, his attitude was positive, although the people threatened to stone him, although the people threatened to, to, um, to destroy his life. He turned away from the circumstances and he looked to, to God and he says, what do, you, do you want me to pursue these guys? Do you want me to overtake them? He did not say, Oh, what do you want me to do? Oh, my goodness, look at all this stuff. Oh, and he didn't bemoan all these things. But and because of his attitude, listen to what God says to him. The Lord answered David. He said, pursue, for you shall surely overtake them and without fail recover all. Listen to what God is saying. He says, if that is your attitude, if you turn your back to the circumstances, if you turn your face to me, then you will recover everything. I will give them into your hand and you will get everything back. Everything, he said, and you will recover all. And this is very important for you and I. So then it doesn't matter whether the odds are stacked against us or not. Because when we have God fighting with us and for us, then we can pursue and we can move forward. And this is so cool. And when this happened, all of a sudden, these guys didn't want to stone David anymore. They didn't want to kill him anymore. And this is also interesting. So the moment your attitude is turned away from this, uh, these people and who wants to kill you or wants to destroy your life, the moment you get encouraged and you say, okay, let's go, then they are encouraged because now you and the leader in you just rose up and people will start looking at you and say, but wait a second, there's something else going on here. And this is really how we turn these odds that are really stacked against us to turn these odds to our favor so that we can move forward. So all 600 of these guys that just a few moments before wanted to kill David, now they went with David. And as they, they went, they came to a brook. Now you must remember, they went out and they were already uh, a bit tired when they, when they came back to their, to their place. And then they saw that their homes were burned down. And so they were tired. So when they came to this little brook, which they had to cross, 200 of these guys decided, listen, we tired. We cannot even go with you. Now this is also significant because Look at their attitude. We tired, we cannot go and fight. And that I don't want you and I to even ponder on because when we are tired, then we're going to lose out on certain things. But in this case, 
it also turned out to their benefit as well. So yes, it's not good, but in, in, in certain circumstances, it also turns out to their good because as you will see, their leader, David, it was because of his attitude and his character and his integrity that they also benefited. And this is another principle that you and I can take away from here. And it says, but David pursued he and 400 men for the 200 stayed behind who were too exhausted and faint to cross the brook Bezor. So just as I said, some of these guys stayed behind, but David and the other 400 guys, they went ahead and uh, they went after the enemy. And now look at how compassionate David is. And this is so interesting to me from this passage and you and I can learn so much from this. So as David and them went, went along, they found this young uh, Egyptian slave. He was lying there and he was basically left behind to die. And David and his men found this guy and they didn't just leave him there. They picked him up and they gave him bread and he ate and they gave him water to drink and, and so on. And when he revived, they could have left him there to die. I mean, he was just, he was probably close to death anyhow. So they could have just left him there. And this is important for you and I. When we go along the way and there's someone who's down and out, are we just going to leave that person? Or are we going to pick that person up, feed them, give them water, give them a shelter, uh, clothe them? And look what happened now. Because they did this, just a little slave boy, but look what happened. This little, uh, or this young man, this young Egyptian boy, this little slave boy, he uh, turned out to be almost the, the, the salvation of this whole thing. Because when David and them asked him uh, who he is and where he's coming from and who he belongs to, he said to them the following, I'm a young man of Egypt, servant to an Amalekite, and my master left me behind three days ago when I fell sick. So he's, he fell sick and his master just left him. Because you remember, must remember, in those days, slaves didn't mean anything. It was just a possession. And when he fell sick, his, his master just left him there to die because it was too much of a hassle to take him with or to look after him. And he, no, this is what he's saying. Now listen to the information that he's giving to David. Because of David's attitude, turning his back on the circumstances, on these odds that were stacked against them, turning his back to that and say, Lord, what do you want me to do? Do you want me to pursue? Do you want me to overtake them? And um, so in verse 14, this young man says, We had made a raid on the south of the Cherethites and upon that which belonged to Judah and upon the south and we burned Ziklag with fire. Now listen, here he tells David who uh, burnt their, their city, who burnt their houses down. He tells them everything. He said, and we went and we raided these guys, we raided those guys and this is important. They, they raided Judah and they burned Ziklag with fire. And then there was another nation that they also raided. Now listen what David says in verse 15. He says, 
can you take me down to this band? To this, this uh, bunch of guys who raided all these places and who burned down Ziklag. And he said, first of all, this is the young man speaking. He says, swear to me by God that you will neither kill me nor deliver me into the hands of my master. And I will bring you down to this band. So first of all, this young man says, okay, I will do that. But you must first promise me one thing. You're not going to give me over into this guy's hand because he's going to kill me. So... Basically what he said, he said, I want you to look after me. So he even preserved his life. He, he preserved his future by putting this condition out there for David. And David said, it's fine. And uh, so when this young man brought David down to this band, the raiders were still uh, spread abroad all, all over the land, eating and drinking and dancing because of all the great spoil they had taken from the land of the Philistines and from the land of Judah. So here David and, and his, his men come upon these guys. They jumping up and down. They having a feast because of all these um, treasures that, they, that they've got and all these people uh, which, they, which they got for themselves, slaves and all the animals and everything. So they having a big feast. They just dancing and just celebrating there and immediately David and his guys they just went in they um, destroyed these guys and it says they started destroying them from that day until the evening of the following day that's how many of them uh, were there but now you must also remember it was only David and 400 of his guys so these guys I mean they were crack shots they were they were um, very uh, aggressive, very uh, well-trained soldiers and the men of David. And so they just went after these guys. Although they were a small group, they just went after these, these enemy armies and they just destroyed them. And David recovered all. Remember the promise that God gave him there in verse number 8 where he said, Surely uh, you shall overtake them and without fail recover all. And here in verse 18, it says, David recovered all that the Amalekites had taken and rescued his two wives. So David rescued his two wives. He got everything back that they lost. And that is what happens when you at your attitude is, you know, I'm going to not look at the circumstances. I'm going to turn to my creator. I'm going to turn to God and I'm going to give everything to him and say, Lord, here I am. Do you want me to pursue this or don't you? Now, in certain circumstances, God may say, no, I don't want you to do this. Do this. Because in other um, circumstances where David and them were also in situations where the enemy did certain things to them, God gave him different instructions and specific instructions. So the instructions are even very important. So as we look back now, what we've already dealt with here, there are few very important principles. Yes, the odds may be stacked against you and me, but when you turn your back against the, these odds and look away from these things and looking where our salvation comes from and we change our attitude instead of you know, being sad and bemoaning our circumstances, that is when we receive courage and that is when we can move forward and that is when we can have victory in every circumstance. And it goes on here in verse 19. Listen to what it says. He says, 
Nothing was missing, small or great, sons or daughters, spoil or anything that had been taken. David recovered all. I mean, this is now three times. God said to him, you will recover all. And twice it says here, just to emphasize this victory that David and his men had. It says they recovered all and nothing was missing. Nothing, small or great, sons or daughters, spoil or anything that had been taken. David recovered all. He recovered everything. Also, David captured all the flocks and herds which the enemy had, and the people drove the, those animals before him and said, this is David's spoil. So even the people acknowledge and says, this is David's spoil. And this is what's going to happen to you as well. When you follow these principles and you have something that you're pursuing and something that you want to do, whether it's a business uh, deal, a business opportunity, whether it's whatever it is, this will turn and it will turn and it will work out to your benefit if you follow the instructions and you apply the laws and the principles that you need to apply in those specific circumstances. And this is cool because this just shows that your attitude, my attitude really determines our outcome then as well as, as we, um, we, we saw right there in the beginning. And it's important that we know this stuff. Uh, you know, there's this, uh, for example, there's um, one of the tribes of Israel. Uh, I think it's the tribe of Issachar. It's being said of them, they are men who understand uh, and have understanding of the times and to know what the nation had to do. And this is important for you and I to know what we need to do. Because if you just go blindly into something, then the, the uh, likelihood that you're going to succeed is not so great. But when you and I know what we need to do, if we have specific instructions, we have specific guidelines, then it makes everything so much easier. And it's almost as if everything is, um, it, it plays out the way it's written in a playbook, if I can put it that way. So if you know where you're going and what you need to do, then it's just so much easier. It's as if you're having a roadmap. And as they, they went back, now this is also, now this is a principle that I said to you earlier. These guys that stayed behind, these 200 guys who were faint and they were tired and they didn't want to go with, look how they also benefited. When they came to this brook, they, these 200 guys, they came and they came closer to meet David and this whole group that was with him. And David greeted them. But then these 400 guys that were with David, they said, these guys were, they were tired. Basically, they said they were lazy and lame. They didn't want to go with us. And they said they will not get any of the spoil. They can have the woman and their children back, but nothing else is theirs. Now, listen to what David says. Listen to the compassion. And here again, it's the attitude. Um... And David said here in verse 23, You shall not do so, my brothers. With what the Lord has given us, He has preserved us and has delivered into our hands the troop that came against us. So David is saying, no ways. You're not going to do that. We're not going to do that. It's God that gave us the victory here. God gave everything into our hands. He even gave us more 
than was, that was taken from us. And this is so important. And David says here, who would listen to you in this matter? For as this, uh, as is the share of him who goes into battle, so shall he share be who stays by the baggage. So these 200 guys were looking after the baggage so that David and his guys that went out, they could go uh, travel light. They didn't have all the baggage and everything uh, that they had with him. They didn't have to take it. They shall share alike. And now listen to what it says. And from that day to this same day, he, David, made it a statute and ordinance for Israel. In other words, I want you to acknowledge this too. So if someone is there and they are supposed to share in something, but they cannot go with you for some reason, be open-minded and have a, a gracious heart and a compassionate heart and a giving heart so that you can incorporate these people and bless them. Give to them. Give an abundance because it says, as you give, it will be given to you. It's not as the more you take, the more you're going to have. That's not how it works. And there's a, an example here as we're going to look uh, deeper or further in here where David also he did not keep everything to himself because he knew there were other parts of Judah that was also raided. Now Judah was, was part of the same nation as David was, some of his brothers and some of the other people in their nation. And what David did, uh, he says here in verse um, 26, when David came to Ziklag, he sent part of the spoil to the elders of Judah, his friends, saying... Here is a gift for you of the spoil of the enemies of the Lord. And so he gave part of the spoil. He gave it back to these guys and even some of the other stuff that they took that uh, this, the, um, the, these raiders that they took from other nations. He even took some of that spoil and he gave it to these guys. So David was such an open handed person, if I can call it that. He was not afraid to bless people, to give to other people so that they can also benefit from what God has given him. And this is really where you and I uh, can learn from this piece of history, from David here, and how we can turn any odd and every all the odds, every odd that can even ever come against us, determined by our attitude. We can turn this around not only to our own benefit, but to the benefit of those around us. And that is the attitude that I want you to take away from, from here today. So as I'm sharing this with you, just open your heart and just receive this. Because when you receive this principle, it's just the principle, I can almost say, as, a, as a, an arrow in your quiver. You know, if we take uh, talking in, in, in terms of bows and arrows. So it's just something that you can use in future. It's a principle. It's a, it's a nugget that you can use, but that you have to apply it in your life. And you can go and read these yourself or listen to this message again so that you can get the deeper understanding and the deeper meaning of what is really expected of you. Because David is a great example for you and I how we can live and how we can be compassionate on other people and how they can benefit uh, from us. And this went through from the little uh, young boy, the Egyptian slave, 
that they picked up in the desert that was left there to die. They look off, looked after him. He was basically the, uh, the connection to uh, the, the, the raiders immediately. And he took them there. And that's how David and them didn't have to fool around and have to go around for days looking after them. This young man took them straight to where they had to go. So I trust that you found some value in this, in this uh, show today. And I ask you, please share this message with a family member or friend or go to my website and help me to get this message out. Give me some feedback, some, something that specifically happened in your life so that we can help each other, so that we can understand how these principles work in our lives. There may be a, a specific incident in your life that you want to share, and we can also share it here on the air, so we can encourage each other, so we can help each other to get this message out. And on the website, if you stir up in your heart, please give there, donate to help me to get this message out. And remember, as I always say, when you help me to take this message out it benefits you because as we give we also receive and i know as i give this message over to you and i impart this into your life i know that it'll it'll bear fruit in your life and you will be able to benefit from this as well so thank you so much for listening i really enjoyed this uh, the show today and i'm looking forward to chatting with you in the next show have an awesome day Thank you so much for tuning into the Rise and Shine show today. Please hit that subscribe button and share this podcast with your friends and family. I'm looking forward to seeing you in the next episode. <music>